For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 It's Scalzo and Brust For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 It's Scalzo and Brust For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 It's Scalzo and Brust For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 it's Scalzo and Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue. Party, this is Scalzo and Brust, Woo. presented by Bud Light it's a party, on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Ben Bross, Greg Scalzo, no Joshi DiMaggio. T's and P's. Hopefully he's getting better. Third straight day out. Non-COVID-related illness. <laughs> what? It, it's true. Like I'm, he's on the he's on the injury report, and it's not it's getting not better. Me. So we're uh, we're all we're all pulling for our guy. Garrett in New Berlin chimes in in response to Ben Brust uh, telling people. Tell me something good, baby. I want to celebrate you, the Scalzo well, and Brust family. On a Friday, Garrett says it's been a long time, my friends. This is Garrett, formerly from New Berlin, now in to- uh, Tomahawk, with a beautiful home built up here right on the Wisconsin River. I love that. 800-990-3776. Line up. I want to hear from you guys. 800-990-3776. Let's go to our guy. Mac from Neshota. Mac, tell me something good. Hey, boys. Long time no talking to. How are you? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, yeah, just wanted to fill you in on my life a little bit. Um, yeah, the past couple months, I, uh, my wife and I bought a house out in uh, Oconomowoc. Give him a round of applause, And uh, we just welcomed. Hey, yeah. And uh, not only that, but we uh, we just welcomed our first child, our daughter, uh, back in January. Greg, any advice? So it's been a big year. Uh, I don't oh, think man. you need advice, get Max. Get sleep just... while you can get it. Yeah, just just <laughs> enjoy it. You know, it's gonna be grind, and uh, you'll get through it. Just know everybody else in the world was yeah. as clueless as you are when you're starting it. So that's it. <laughs> They could do it a yeah, hundred yeah, million, you know. If they could do it a thousand years ago in a cave somewhere, you could do it now. Yeah, we got resources, baby. We got more resources now. James from Stalis chiming in. Need to sell thirteen accounts for per month to meet quota at work. I was at three this morning, feeling really stressed. Sold eight today, baby. Made the monthly quota. Yeah. Boom! The weekend's here. Bud lights all around. There we James, go, James. Now what a grinder. James from Stalis is really James from West Dallas. We'll have to update that one. <laughs> Dallas is a shortened version of West Dallas. Ah, Dallas is like what people in the know call it. You just—I'm not in the know. I just—I uncooled it. Yes, unbelievable. Uh, Fred from Milwaukee. I just had twin girls, and I love my boss. And I have questions on that. Do you like? Are you in love with your boss, or do you just love your boss? Either way, Fred in Milwaukee. Congratulations, Congratulations, twin girls. 
tell us something good. I was going to say tell Ben something good, but tell everybody yeah. something good. 800-990-3776. A little positivity here on a Friday. Ron and the Key said, hey, Greg, you said Aaron Rodgers, or he called him A-A-Ron, which I think at some point we just got to retire. A-A-Ron is not cool anymore, Ron. Uh, Aaron had all the leverage, so Green Bay has no choice but to leave the decision up to him, right? No. They could still influence the decision. They could still make their intentions known. And they could still passionately push in the direction of that choice they've, that they want to make. They've chosen to put their propaganda towards making Aaron not feel like he's really, really wanted in Green Bay. And I'll give you the best example of how this has hurt the Packers. And I wish I brought this up with Homer, right? Because Aaron Rodgers is under contract with the Packers. They can hold him on the Packers. So if he says, I want to be traded and play for another team, the Packers don't have to do it. You want to know the last time this happened was last year with Devontae Adams. They had an opportunity to franchise tag Devontae Adams, which they did. And then they traded Devontae Adams to the Raiders because he didn't want to be in Green Bay when Green Bay wasn't going to sign him to a long-term deal that he wanted. Packers could have said, you know what? Let's play this out. We're in control. We have a plan. We just signed Aaron Rodgers for three damn years so we could win in our championship window. And instead, do you know what they did? They said, oh, we don't have a plan. We have no direction. We have no conviction. We have no leadership. We have no strategy. We're going to let Devontae Adams make the call, and we're going to let him make the decision, and we're going to go ahead and trade our best playmaker on offense to the Raiders, and we're going to replace him with Sammy Watkins. Ah, I forgot about that. And Remember when that was kind of a big deal? And the Packers offense went from MVP Aaron Rodgers ah, Sammy Watkins. to I wasn't even a top 100 player according to the Pro Football Focus 100, uh, 101 list or whatever they just released. So my point is, is this team, yes, the decision might be on Aaron, but it's not entirely on Aaron. Aaron has all the leverage, but the Packers, if they had a backbone, could make what they want happen happen for the entirety of its existence. We've talked about the NFL as a league where all the power was in the hands of the teams. Now, all of a sudden, one team in the NFL, in NFL history, has said, you know what? We're going to put the power in the hands of the players. It's like what they should be trying to avoid at all costs. Then thing. you immediately lose control moving forward. All right, give us more good news so I don't have to deal so, with the Packers anymore. So, 800-990-3776, longtime Scalzone Brust family member, Anita and West Bend chimes in. Anita and West Bend here. It's been a bittersweet thing, but tomorrow we are having a fundraiser for a four-year-old student from my school who is diagnosed with leukemia. And the amount of donations we already have is amazing. I'm so excited to make a positive out of something so sad. Anita from West Bend, please text the link, if there is one, for donations. I am pledging $100 to you and that fundraiser. Uh, Benny was in Vegas, stole from Sin City, and I, I mean, dirty money coming to better money, clean money. Going to help your student. I think I think we do a match. I think we do a Scalzo and Russ family match. I gotta see the GoFundMe first. What do you mean? What if it's what if it's ten K? No, I'm saying for anybody who oh, donates we'll match. to this, we'll match up to however much. Are you willing to put in two fifty? We'll match up yeah, to five hundred we'll bucks. We'll match up to five hundred bucks. So Benny and I, out of our own pockets, we'll match up to five hundred dollars of donations to this uh uh to this uh uh student who is just recently four years diagnosed. old. Of leukemia, I know it, it honestly breaks my heart, and and it's it's even hard for me to think about. I know, and uh, this is where this is like this is why, I, like I like tell me something good so we can like make a difference 
Here, here, positivity. There's so much the, negativity in this damn world. As soon as we get some information here, we will post it on Twitter at Scalzoandbrus. We'll let you know how you can make your donations. We'll match it up to five hundred dollars. That'd be nice for us to, for Scalzoandbrus to raise at least a thousand dollars. The whole family to raise at least a thousand dollars for Anita in West Bend, uh, one of our our uh, you know long time. Big time Scalzo and Bruss family members. So get us that information, uh, Anita, in West Bend. Changing the world as a teacher, changing the world, helping fundraise here. Yes. Uh, 800-990-3776, the number to get into the show. You can keep telling us something good. Plus, we're going pole dancing next. It's Scalzo and Bruss presented by Bud Light. You are listening to Scalzo and Brust on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Bud Light and streaming live on Wisconsin On Demand. Josh DiMaggio out today. Chris Larson, your cousin son of the day. And yesterday and the day before. We believe in better. And Monday. And this coming Monday. Definitely doubtful. I think somehow like we came into this show in a good mood. I've been yelling about the Packers front office for going on over an hour now. We've upset and alienated Homer, and we've upset and alienated Josh DiMaggio. Chris, how you doing with us? I'm doing great. Who's on the board in Madison, by the way, right now? Alex G. Three Nip G. Three Nip G. G. You'll have something good. Tell yeah, us something good. Yeah, I mean, good. he'll just talk and it'll sound good. Yeah, I, I haven't, you know, I got my, uh, we're getting jersey orders going for the team. And so I'm really excited to be able to get uh, my mom a jersey for her birthday this weekend. What number hey, are you going to be? Happy birthday to Alex G's mom. She's been on Scalzo and Russ before. Yeah, she's kind of hot, right? What? Didn't I call her hot? What? How? What, yeah, what? you hit on her relentlessly for like twenty minutes. <laughs> That's on brand. Um, G, what number are you going to be? <laughs> I'm hoping for twenty-seven. I got. I'm, I'm lower down on the depth chart. Everyone else gets. Uh, they get picks first if they've been around for longer. What's your second pick if twenty-seven's taken? It's lame, but tw- it's twenty-seven, seventeen, and if not, I might try thirteen. I don't know. Can't go thirteen. Yeah. 27, 17. Ben Bruss, what good. number were you again? I was number one, but I was number 13 in Milwaukee Bucks Summer League, so we could be bros that way. I like 27 right, let's for a 6 5 gunner. I think yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think 17 works too. Uh, G, have you talked to the team about, about Scalzo like and Bruss logo inclusion on the jerseys? 99 is already taken uh, by Mesh, I think, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, right. I I'll have a conversation. That. I know Tim got really excited about uh, you guys tweeting about the the radicals, so that that's cool. Well, and you ended up beating people who were more interested in you. Uh, yeah, uh, making, making the, the team, team than Aaron Rodgers coming out of darkness, baby. I think that's the biggest flex I've ever had. Like, I'm more interesting than Aaron Rodgers at this point in the offseason. That's awesome. Credit to you. Congrats to G. Keep us... Uh, Keep it coming with the good things that you want to share with the Scalzo and Bruss family. Chris, it's time to go pole dancing. They've got questions, and we've got answers. Time to give the people what they want. Let's go pole dancing on Scalzo and Bruss. Every week we go up and down the dial, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison, 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam, home of the Golden Beavers. To all of our fellow shows, all of our fellow hosts, to the questions they themselves couldn't answer, we say, you know what? We'll help you. We'll give you the answer. 
What do we have this week, Chris Larson? Starting off on pole dancing here with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Seven to nine weekdays here on ESPN Milwaukee. Do you, like Chewy, want a general manager that has no fear when it comes to making decisions? Yes, 92%. No, 8%. That's all I've been saying the entire show. I... <laughs> Is, the, is it only been the 8% that's like, well, there's a lot of people that have agreed. But my point yeah, is, it's like, yes, of course I want a, a, a general manager who's decisive. I want one who says, here's what we want to do with Devontae Adams and not end up losing him. I don't want him to have no that, fear because he doesn't have a plan. I want him to have no fear because he knows what the hell he's doing. Correct. And with Aaron Rodgers, you're, just, you're talking about a situation where, once again, the Packers continue to present themselves as an organization without a plan. In an organization without conviction. Christopher? All right, moving on in pole dancing here. Let's stick with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. If Aaron Rodgers is no longer on the Packers, who's the face of the franchise? Aaron Jones, 42%. Wrong. Jordan Love, 40%. Right. Jair Alexander, 12%. Wrong. And other, 6%. Wrong. It's Jordan Love. What do we... I, I heard them talking about this... The way that they were going in circles trying to convince themselves sometimes that the quarterbacks weren't the face of the franchise was fascinating to me. Uh, there's some there are teams it's a, Yeah, it's, it's probably 20%. Eras. Yeah. Yeah. But not in Green Bay. Not when Jordan Love is expected to follow Favre and Rodgers. And not when a team isn't capable enough on the ground. Aaron Jones doesn't get the ball enough to be the face Correct. of the franchise. Like that, that the offensive coaching staff couldn't figure out a way to win with the ground game this year. They had the best one-two punch in football, and the offense wasn't good enough to win more than eight games because the coaching staff wasn't good enough to figure out how to get them uh, in a position to succeed. I mean, even when the Legion of Boom was a thing, right? I'm trying to think of cornerbacks that have been the face of the no, franchise. It's Ru- just not. Russ was probably yeah. more the face of the franchise. One hundred percent. Sherman was. One hundred percent. Derrick Henry in Tennessee is the face of that franchise. But that's a bad thing, in my I agree. opinion. Like, totally. You shouldn't want your face of the franchise to be a running back in twenty twenty three. I think it's. I think Derrick Henry is an unbelievable talent, but there's a reason why they have not gotten over with Ryan Tannehill. All right, one more here from Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. How often do you change your sheets? Mm. Bi-weekly, thirty five percent. Monthly, twenty eight percent. Weekly, 27%, or longer, I'm gross, 10%. Uh, bi-weekly for me. And this is one thing that I do pride myself on. So I'm a Bi-weekly na- means every three weeks. Bro. No, every two weeks. I know what I'm saying, but whoever, however you vote on this, you're lying unless you say, like, the, the longer I'm gross. Well, I'm not the longer I'm gross. I know you're not. Yeah. So sad. I mean, I'm gross. I have bowel issues my feet are disgusting but one thing you can count on i see the word feet and i can't I wait shudder. till we get streaming so people can see your face like it i just no just stop talking about it my feet my feet my feet my feet my toes my toes my toes i'm uh we're probably weekly to bi-weekly there's just something there's just something so nice about yeah. clean sheets if we're around yeah. in the weekend then we're it's weekly if we're not then it's bi-weekly that's a you do more dishes than you do sheets <laughs> I do. Dishes is kind of my it's my world. You're you're the dishes guy. I'm the dishes. Do guy. you split it up? What do you mean? Like what? You, like is she? She does more of the laundry. I mean, look, if I'm you know we'll both do both, but yeah, I mean, and she does more of the laundry. I I try to handle the dishes. I'm the dishes guy too. Yeah. All right, moving down here. Most of the time. <laughs> moving down here to Rutledge and Hamilton, two to four weekdays, one hundred point five ESPN Madison. 
Jim Rutledge's neighbor's child's boyfriend. Okay, so Jim neighbor Jim Rutledge's neighbor's child's boyfriend has an incredibly loud car that's been driving down his street late at night. Should Jim call the cops? No, don't call the cops, 58%. Yes, call the cops, 42%. Who are the 42% who are saying call the cops on this poor kid who's just driving a loud car? I mean, my biggest issue with this is Jim Rutledge. What's illegal? Hang on. Jim Rutledge is saying, should I call the cops? You freaking wee-wee. You have like a pickup truck, tattoos on your arm, you work out every morning, and you're scared of a guy with a loud truck? A kid. It's a soft child. This is the softest truck. thing I've ever heard. Again, more proof, Jim Rutledge, the biggest fake tough guy I've ever met wow. in my life. I'm not going there, but my point is it is a child. The bad things that can happen from a cop pulling them over late at night isn't commensurate with the fact that they're just leaving their girlfriend's house in a loud car. Now, Jim, if you want to, as the weather turns, I think you could wait this kid out one day. Have a drink out on your front stoop. Wait for him to leave late at night. Say, hey, come here, young fella. Here's the deal. I need you to park in the direction that you need to go. Down the street, at least six houses. It's getting nice enough out. And walk over here. I got young kids here. Your car's too loud. When you start it up, you leave that way. Jim, Jim is intimidating enough that like I think it would work. You wanna you wanna change the way this kid behaves while doing absolutely nothing wrong? Then you do it yourself. Don't call the cops. It's a waste of police resources, too. Oh my my neighbor's kid's boyfriend. His car's too His loud. His car's too loud. 911, help. I also want to know what late at night is because I have a feeling that could be like 10.30. 11, probably. Jim's an old. And yes, I know that I'm calling out behavior of neighbors right now. I was right going to say it. All right, one final one here from Rutledge and Hamilton. Is Aaron Rodgers having a midlife crisis? Jim Rutledge thinks so. No, 51%. Yes, 49%. I'm going to say no because I think he already hit the midlife crisis and that was kind of a catalyst for a lot of what we've seen the last few years. I think now he's kind of established himself. As I was going to say he has more direction about who he is more than yeah. ever. I mean, he hit the midlife crisis and now I think he's running in a different direction he was running in before and I hope that he's happier and more fulfilled. But I think he's who he is now. Like, I think we know who he is and I understand that that challenges the norms. I mean, three years ago, we were having the discussions of, like, after football, what's Aaron Rodgers going to do? And everyone's like, oh, be a professor, this, that. Now it's like, I mean, he's doing astrology stuff. Like, like he did a, a seminar with somebody. Like, it's going to be him around these things that are unique and different from everyday life. So I haven't hit mine yet. How? I mean, I guess how long is a midlife crisis? Like it, it could last forever, Greg. Really? I don't know. I feel like I feel like a midlife crisis is something that is pretty contained. But maybe I'm wrong. Can it expand years? You plan on living uh, pretty long. You got some good genes. I, I think you're good. I think you're good ten years away for my midlife crisis. No, yeah. I think it's coming up quicker than that. Oh we'll God, see. Lord help me. No, I. Uh, you know. Um. Chris Larson, how would you say a mid? How long would you say a midlife crisis is? Oh man, have you had one yet? I don't think so. No, Chris is far too consistent for a midlife crisis. Yeah, but one day that consistency is just going to drive him nuts. It's going to snap one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I hope I'm there for that, <laughs> and I hope it's on the air.
I want you to snap at Homer. I want you to get in a yelling match with Homer. Can you do that for me? Yeah, I respect my elders, though. I don't want to get into a yelling match. With <laughs> Wait, them. does that mean that I don't? Because I was yelling at him earlier. <laughs> no, that's different, though. It's on the that's on the air. No, I'm telling you, you're going to snap. I'm trying to put it in the universe that when you snap, it's going to be on the air and at Homer. I mean, that's not necessary. I don't think so, no. Uh, by the way, a midlife crisis apparently lasts three to ten years for men and two to five years for women. Okay. Maybe he's still in a little bit of a midlife crisis. It's on the backside of it. Back nine. Sick, he's on the back nine of his career. What hole? Who knows? What on, hole now? It's on hole 13. Should Aaron Rodgers live stream his decision to return to football mm-hmm. or not? We'll hit that and a number of other things next. It's 1 or 0 coming up on Scalzo and Ross presented by Bud Light. Baby, that's Screaming Sicilian from my great friends at Palermo's. Whether it's Connie's Urban Urban Pie, Primo Thin, or my favorite and the one I love the most, the Screaming Sicilian, because they have the stuffed crust pizza with two and a half feet of stuffed crust cheese, baby, with that secret tomato recipe sauce that we all know and love, with that whole milk mozzarella cheese that's sourced right here in the state of Wisconsin. The Thin and Crispies are amazing, not to mention the OG Screamins have every type of pizza imaginable, and you can find one that you love. Bastion's Revenge cheese, holy pepperoni speak for itself. You have the Boss Hog, which is the sausage, the Supremus Maximus, the Mambo Italiano, Mambo, I'm doing it all myself today, Mambo, Screamin' yeah. Sicilian Pizza. Free beer, free pizza Friday coming up next. Find your screaming pleasure Tom, in your local grocer's freezer. Tom in Milwaukee chimes at 800-990-3776, along with Mark Tauscher via personal text, both with the same uh, sentiment of, didn't Benny Bubbleguts make a noise complaint at his old apartment building? Yes, it was a Wednesday night. The pool was supposed to close at 10, and the 20-something... They were out there at 10.15. And he uh, he complained to management. So, um, yeah, but at least he admits his hypocrisy is the argument, right? Yeah, I'm self-aware, believe it or not. Hilsey chimes in, says, I had mine at 40. I had my midlife crisis at 40. Now at 50, it's all uh, on we. All on we. It's it. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to know what this word meant. Uh, on we, yes. It is basically a feeling of listlessness and dissatisfaction arising from a lack of occupation or excitement. So it's just basically like he's just accepted the fun yeah it's not no it's kind of sad buzzy friday from, man buzzy from ben chimes in says buzzy from BJ. what buzzy from ben oh west ben i think he said buzzy from ben i was like what it says i'm with bj buckets on rutledge uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh he calls rutledge a whiny ranter and that we at chimes in and says oh god jimmy would absolutely hate my car he'd have to call a swat team on the old straight piped wrx Sounds like a weapon. It is true. <laughs> Let's play some one or zero. Let's do it. Are you a one or a zero? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you a yes or a no? There's no such thing as a gray area. Life is binary. It's just a one or a zero. He's Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. We are your contestants for one or zero. Chris Larson is your host. He asks us a question. We say one for you, zero for another. There is no gray area. Chris, take it away. All right, guys, kicking off one or zero here. Adult webcam streaming service Cam Soda 
I guess my free cams wasn't available, is offering Aaron Rodgers their platform to live stream the decision on his future on their site while raising money for a charity. One or zero, you would watch Aaron Rodgers make his decision regardless of the website he broadcasted it from. One, but I think charity is a good element. Why would I not watch it? I'm interested in Aaron Rodgers. I would watch it as well. I don't think it's the best idea to put it on a adult entertainment website. But it's for charity. There's a lot of things you could do for charity. Um, yeah, I would watch it no matter where it was, partially because it's what we do. I mean, if it needed a subscription, I would have Joshy Dark Web backdoor it to me. No pun intended. So well, you if, get a trial website or a trial subscription, probably. If there was a pay per view of Aaron Rodgers making his decision, a, a, a full on hour sit down show, what's your limit of you're not paying for it? You, you pay $5, right? That'd be worse than LeBron. Pay 10 I'd pay 10 20 I'd pay 20 if I could have some people over. 50 mm, Not that interested. Wow. Even though it's essential for your job. Like I said, I'll watch the highlights. Of course you will. All right, moving on one or zero here. According to a new article in The Athletic, Russell Wilson reportedly asked Seahawks ownership to fire Pete Carroll and GM Br- John Schneider when it became clear he was going to be traded. One or zero, you would fire LaFleur and Goody if Aaron asked. One. Yeah, I mean, look, if we're going to let him decide you, who the quarterback can is. Can you become the decide. president of the Packers? No. I mean, I would. You'd be good at it. You find that you finally someone would hold that organization accountable instead of just sitting on their money. I mean, it, here's the problem: is for Rodgers, you're talking about a guy who's 39 years old. Uh, I don't believe very much. In, I don't think the win. I don't think they're bad at what they do in terms of Goody and Lafleur. I don't I'm think they're particularly great. great at what they do. Uh, and so, if it was between Aaron and them, I would probably choose Aaron. But I also would wonder if you fire your GM and your coach, how great can you be over the next two years unless there's like an obvious dynamite replacement which doesn't seem likely right now no chris i'm right, moving on in one or zero. Oh, did i have an answer did you i don't think i did but you got to move on now <laughs> okay what's your answer one or zero you would fire lafleur and goody if they're asked ah uh, i mean one because i think they're pretty replaceable i mean we I have zero confidence in Matty Mouse LaFleur. I mean, he's such a wimp. Can't stand up to Rodgers. And you know what? Goody can't stand up to Rodgers either. They're like, you know, Aaron, you're going to run the show. When you make your decision, we'll figure it out. Replaceable. Uh, Joe Montana admitted that he used to call his wife from the sideline phones just to tell her he loved her. One or zero, you call your significant other just to tell them you love them. Greg? Uh, zero. Uh, I don't think I do that on the regular. I don't think I just make the call. Maybe I should. Is Joe Montana still happily married? Let's check on that. Yeah, we should check on that. Um, I'm going to say zero. I I work in the same building as my significant other. I think that'd be a little weird if I called her. Just tell her, hey, love ya. Um... Joe's been married three times here. Yeah, I was going to say, if this is is Jennifer Montana, he has been married to Jennifer for going on close to 40 years now, but he was married twice before that. Which probably means in his playing days. 
if I had to assume. Correct. So, who was he telling he loves? I just don't know if I want to take relationship advice from Joe Montana. Joe Montana. No, I think it's a very nice act. There's other ways you can show, like, I'm sure you have your own ways. <laughs> right, Greg? Yeah, I'm a romantic at heart. I'm sure many people could figure that out. <laughs> uh, yeah. I got flowers for her the other day. Just for no reason? No reason. See, what a heart, what a romantic you are. What a guy. At, what a lucky girl she is. At, a, at a grocery store where I parked underneath the structure that fell down in Bayshore Mall. Good thing I wasn't underneath there. I'm still here. Can't stop me. It'd be bad if something happened to me now. Uh, Buzzy from the Ben says, no midlife crisis here. I made a conscious decision not to have children, so I travel a lot instead. Meanwhile, Hilsey clarifies, that was darker than I intended. I'm a happy boy uh, drinking my Cedar Ridge whiskey. Nice. Yeah. It's better. When all things aren't going well, turn to the whiskey. Yeah. The Scalzo and Brust Cedar Ridge whiskey. That is true. No better one than that. No better woman than that. 800-990-3776. You can keep telling us something good. Uh, we'll open that back up again. 800-990-ESPN to get into we got a We got a way for people to donate to Anita and West Bend's cause. The four-year-old who has leukemia that they raised money for. Let's find a way to get that out on the Twitter, and then we could, uh, we could talk about that next. It's Galsal Bros presented by Bud Light. Football season, post Super Bowl. Next week's going to be March. March Madness. February's the worst month. You know, we're there, baby. Ben Bros, Greg Scalzo, Chris Larson, in for Josh DiMaggio, Alex G holding things down at the ESPN Madison Studios downtown off the Capitol Square. Shout out to 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam. Go Golden Beavers. You, the Scalzo and Russ family, calling, texting 800-990-3776, 800-990-ESPN. Ben Bruss wanted good things today. Do you have something good for us, Benny? For all of the Milwaukee Bucks fans, especially we at in Germantown, Giannis Adetokounmpo, game time decision tonight. What was an all-star weekend in which he subbed out with a wrap on his wrist to a second opinion that went well, to being doubtful for tonight's game, to being questionable, to being a game-time decision for all of those people who have told us that health is the only thing that's getting in the way of the Milwaukee Bucks and a second title in three years, well, I'm here for good news for you. There it is. Tell me something good. 800-990-3776. When we did this, it's not necessarily good, but it's making the best out of a very bad and sad and unfortunate situation, an unfair situation. Uh, Anita in West Bend, longtime Scalzo and Russ family member, a teacher, uh, one of the great educators who takes in the Scalzo and Russ uh, program. Uh, makes a ton of sense. 
says, uh, uh, get, told us, really sent in a, a really troubling story about one of her students, a four-year-old who uh, was just diagnosed with leukemia, and uh, and talking about the fundraising that's going on and the amount of donations that are coming in. And we said, we want to help out. So we're going to put out a link uh, for the fundraising event that they have going on. Um and a Venmo in which you can donate to this fundraiser. Benny and I will donate as well, but we'll put that out on Twitter at Scalzo and Bruss so that you can participate and help help out, help Anita, help a fellow family member, uh, and help just an absolutely uh, just horrible, horrible situation. It's all we can do. It's all we can do. So we'll put that out on Twitter. At Scalzo and Brust, and uh, and once again try to do. Are you good to do that, Benny? Because Josh once yeah. again is completely yes, I got out it. of it. I got it. I got it. I already have drafted a tweet. I want to get the link to the Facebook page in which it gives more information because I want everyone to feel comfortable. Because I do. After all the information Anita has sent over, that the donation will be because um, you we you're going to need to add you know donation for Cole Janky, which is. The child that is going through this right now. Yeah, and I believe we could use like uh, basically as many characters as we want on Twitter now. So, oh, that's right. Uh, it shouldn't be. An I, issue. I, I was worried about that actually. No, I think you could just like write a novel on there, pretty much, <laughs> which is great. But it helps for this for sure. Josh DiMaggio chimes in finally, uh, and I'm not going to read all of this, but uh, this is mostly for Ashton Rotman, who continues to um, basically Berate question Josh. Josh's actual sickness, uh, positioning Josh as somebody who's just dumping all this stuff onto uh, onto Ashton and Chris while he's at home uh, drinking a thousand Bud Lights on his couch and reading a book and listening to The Grateful Dead. What uh, a five-day weekend for Joshy. I'm not saying that's exactly what Ashton said, because I want to keep that conversation private. Um, I'm just, just, uh, but Josh says he's probable for Monday, Chris. Didn't say he's, he didn't say he's in. in. Uh, he said he's probable for Monday. Yeah, probable means about 75%. So, do you trust Josh at 75% though? Uh, do I trust? I, I, he's never given me any doubt not to trust him. So, I gotta go with what he says. Well, you don't know Josh then. There you go. So, we'll see what happens with Josh DiMaggio on that front. I have a bad feeling because he's been weighed down. Saturday night, he's going to hit the Bud Lights. He's going to roll that into a Sunday, and then Monday, he's going to be nowhere to be found. I don't know. That's a rough one. Just get over a sickness, sickness. And just go out and hit it hard. And hit it hard. I don't know. That's a that's a hardcore uh, hardcore approach there. Uh, we've talked a lot of Packers today. We talked a lot about what they want to do. Diana Rossini uh, talked about the next step in the resolution of Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. What happens? Is he playing? Is he not playing? Which again, I want to continue to state is the decision that Aaron is focused on. Everyone else, including the Packers organization themselves, is making this about, does Aaron want to trade, does he not want to trade? When Aaron is deciding whether or not he wants to play football, the man is under contract with the Green Bay Packers, um, and uh, and I think he's handled this remarkably well in terms of uh, a situation where he doesn't know his team, whether or not his team wants him back or not. But the next step, according to Diana Rossini, is a meeting between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. So I need to ask you, Benny, a few questions about what you think this meeting's going to be like. Where is it? Is Aaron coming to Green Bay, or is Green no, Bay coming to Aaron? You know Green Bay's coming to Aaron. Or They've already come to site, Aaron. Or is it neutral site? It's not neutral site. It's home base for Aaron. Okay. They've already bent over backwards for him before. So they sit around the table. Who sits where? Who sits next to Aaron? Are they opposite sides of They're the table? They're not next to Aaron. So you think it's just two opposite sides of the table, but it's just Aaron, and then who's on the power I, side? I don't... I don't. What side? 
The Pack- on the Packers side, it's it's Goody, Murphy. I don't know. Would Mark go out there? I think it's just Goody in the floor. Oh, you think so? It's Coach and GM. Yeah, it's not Murphy. I mean, Aaron Rodgers doesn't want Murphy there. There's no way. This is between the coach, the GM, and the player. And I think that Aaron is going to be sitting in like a like a chair that like a powerful chair. You know what I mean? Like so Aaron is the alpha. Aaron's here. the alpha here. If he's inviting into their home, he's out, like he's feeling confident right now. He had the darkness retreat. He's full, clear-minded. And those guys, Matt Lafleur, he's shaking in his panties. You know why? Because if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back to the Packers, he's got to show that he's got actually some offensive, creative genes in him to help scheme guys open for Jordan Love. And if Goody doesn't have Aaron Rodgers back, and Aaron Rodgers goes somewhere else. Goody's going to be like, holy crap, if we're not any good and Aaron Rodgers is good somewhere else, I screwed this up. My job's uh, now on the line. So if I'm them, I'm doing the same thing that I did when I gave Aaron Rodgers a contract for $150 million. I am on my knees begging figuratively, but not in that moment. Free beer and pizza Friday. 800-990-3776. Missed a week for you guys, so I want to get back at it. 800 800- Nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. That's a case of beer and some screaming Sicilian pizza from our great friends at Palermo's Pizza. First caller in Madison. First caller in Milwaukee. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Up next in Milwaukee, Joe and Amber into Catholic Memorial Girls Basketball in Madison. Bucks back in action, taking on the Heat in Miami and Beaver Dam. Joe and Amber have a weekend, Wisconsin.